Hey, you're listening to the Sis You Can Do This podcast, and we're your hosts, Roshana and Melissa. We are faith-driven women who hope to share with you all things lifestyle, wellness, purpose, and of course, Jesus. This podcast will serve as a safe space to learn, grow, reflect, and gain fresh perspective. Our hope is to connect, gain wisdom, and ultimately be a stage for God's love. Thanks in advance for listening. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Sis You Can Do This podcast. Today, we're going to talk about friendships. Okay. Yes, friendships. We're going to explore the profound connections and complexities that friendships create in our lives. But let's do something fun to start, right? Okay. So, Ro, we're going to do like a, a back and forth thing, right? So the first song that comes to your mind when you think about friendships, and I'm going to do a song, and then you're going to do a song, and we're just going to go until we can't think of anything else. Okay, okay. I like this. Right. Go, go on, go on, girl. Me first? Yeah, 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 you. Okay. Um, count on me through thick and thin, a friendship that will never end. When you are weak, I will be strong. Helping you to carry on. Call on me, I will be there. Don't be afraid. And yes, that that's where we're So, so y'all, just to let y'all know, Rashad (laughs) is like a an actual recording artist. Oh my goodness! I I record in my bathroom. She is recorded in a studio. So, yes. Wow. That was amazing. Oh, my All right. So, next um, song. Okay. Thank you for being a friend. Hey. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. I don't know yes, the words. I, think. I don't know the words, I, but I know I, the theme song. Yes. Yes. And that is from our The, the Golden the Girls. The Golden Girls. What a show. I used to watch that show. You know, the Golden Girls was 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 hot. It was it was good. It was it was some ladies that were just doing life together and I love it. Unfortunately, they've all passed away. Um, wow. Betty was our last golden girl. I think she passed away like a year and a half ago or something. And yeah, but that was that show was good. The Love eldest it. one on that show was the funniest. Who was the eldest one again? I don't know her name, but she, the little old one. Oh, Sophia. Was it no, Sophia? Sophia? No, she actually was not the eldest one. I want to say Betty was the eldest one. Really? I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but I know it wasn't. Like you would think so, based on the storyline. She's the mom to mm-hmm. these people, but she actually was not the eldest. I know that for a fact, but I don't remember who the eldest was. Oh, okay. yeah. but that was a good show. Yeah, they were dope, dope. All right, your turn. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to pass. I can't think of anything. Um, what about you? See, no one told you life was gonna be this way. Punga, punga. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they said out? <laughs> um, that one was Friends. Friends. I oh. never watched that show. You know what? I watched it in a time that I probably was not old enough to be watching Friends, if I can be honest oh. with you. It came out in the night. I think I want to. I, I may have watched it maybe in the late 90s, and I should not have been watching that. There were some things in there that were adult content. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, Do you have yeah. any other more? Um. I'm sure Brandy sang a song about friends, but I don't know. I don't. I can't like, yes. remember. But that, okay, that's good enough. But yeah. that was our little, you know, introduction into 
um, our episode today, which is, of course, we said about friends. And um, according to the internet, friendships are the threads that weave the fabric of our lives. They can bring laughter, provide support during tough times, and make life's journey more meaningful. But like everything, there can be challenges, disappointments, because we are human Mm -hmm. and we are flawed. Uh, Ro, in your experience, has friendships made your life more meaningful or more challenging? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Um, I definitely believe that, you know, having good quality friendships has impacted my life. I don't know if I would quite phrase it as being meaningful. So, you know, I think about it as when you have good, solid friends that you can rely on, uh, learn from, and just be your true self with, they help enhance your life. So I look at it as an enhancement. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like every other relationship we have in our lives, there are there will be challenges and disagreements, but in those times, it's how we handle that um, that I think can either make it less or more challenging. What about you? Well, I think that... I think when it comes to friendships, they, they, um, I was watching this documentary on, I can't remember, but it's, it's pretty much this guy talking about how, you know, you can get to a hundred and there are these places called blue zones. Um, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I was like, you know, Netflix, this, yeah. yeah. And he was talking about just the importance of community and people who, um, you know, build you up friendships, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and having having real meaningful communities. So I do think that friendships, you know, you want them to be meaningful. Um, you want them to impact your life. You want them to make you better. So I'm. I think good quality friendships can make your life more meaningful. Like you had these people who were living to a hundred, and they had like little groups together. I'm just like, wow, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, and I hope <laughs> when I get to that age that you know I'll have you know, meaningful friendships and interactions and, you know, all of that. True. So from a psychological standpoint, friendships are essential for our emotional well-being. Um, They provide a support system that can help us navigate life's challenges. Friendships offer a safe space for us to express our thoughts, feelings, and vulnerabilities without the fear of judgment. And I do see that as I'm getting older that I'm kind of, I guess, putting people in their appropriate category. Like I'm, I'm categorizing the people in my life more appropriately. Um, yeah. Okay. Say more about that. So in my 20s, right, I had lots of people who I called friends, right? I'm an outgoing person. I'm a bit of an extrovert. So it was easy for me to connect with people. And I think, especially lately, I've been in general accepting people for who they are and where they are. Um, and through the Holy Spirit, I've, I've, I've received a, I think I have just, I guess what you say, a piece about it that, okay, this person may not be in the place in this moment to be the kind of friend that I'm looking for or be, be the, 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 maybe the soundboard that I need or be the encourager that I need. And I've had to be like, you know what, they're just not there. You're right. And, and not be mad about it, not be upset about it, but, you know, really ask God to bring the correct person in my life in this moment for what I need now. And I mean, he's been very faithful with that, mm-hmm. especially in the last couple of months, if I can be honest. So to break it down, a work friend is probably just a work friend, right? Um, my sister friend is my sister friend. You know, everybody has a role that they play and I, I need to just be okay with whatever role a person plays in my life. You know, that's good. You know, as, as you said that 
the group or the friend group has gone down. I think about, you know, many of us had that 1,500 friends on Facebook kind right, of thing. Right. Where everyone was called a friend and... You know, as we've gotten older and those friendships have changed, that number count has gone down. And I think that's okay. You know, it's okay to categorize people for how they have access to you. And I heard it once like this, that, you know, not everyone is going to have a front row seat to your life. Right. You right. know, some people will need to be in the B row or the C row. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean that we're not cool or, we, you know, we have anything against each other. It just means that you may not know everything about my life that someone in the front row, a row would. Um, and I may not know everything about you, right? And I'm learning that about friendships in my life and realizing that as you know, we get older or seasons change and things change that people who were in row A may need to be in a different row or they are now in a different category. And once again, it's not because there's tension or any form of beef or anything like that. It's just maybe the direction for our life doesn't align um, as it did before. Or I'm just, you know, going somewhere else that you can't necessarily come for the entire ride, if that makes sense. You know, but at the end of the day, I think about it as this because I don't want it to come across of like, you know, we um, don't have friends and all these different things is that because as believers, we are called to be in relationships and friendships with others. We all know that we cannot do this walk alone. It's not good to be alone. And I think about how the mentality of the world has been um, me, myself and I, you know, that whole concept of I'm on my, be on your one, you're stronger alone. Or if you've done me wrong, forget you, I'm, you're canceled, you know, the right, whole cancel right. culture thing. And then we go into this isolation mode where the enemy attacks us the most, mm -hmm. right? Because now we don't have We're anyone to call. Right. right. We don't have anyone to call, anyone to ask for prayer, and we essentially become weak in our faith. But, you know, what, what does the Bible say? As Christians, we are not to follow the patterns of this world. We are called to be in relationships, even if those relationships are challenging, yeah. right? We are called to be in friendship with one another. Look at the Bible between God and man, or, you know, God and Adam. Um, he, God could have just made the trees, the birds, you know, all the things and left it at that. But no, he made Adam, he made man, and then he made woman so that they could be in relationship with each other. Right. But first it was God and Adam. You know, God um, was in a relationship with Adam and it was just the two of them. And he was developing Adam's purpose and all the things before he created a helper. So from the beginning of time, we see that relationship and friendship was formed and it's it's a part of our journey and it's a part of our walk. All of that to say, it's good to know who is for you mm -hmm. and who really isn't for you because not everyone is going to be for you and that is okay. And I think I've had to learn that over the years too, that you know I'm not going to have the biggest crowd cheering me on or however you want to phrase it and that is okay. Um, and it's, I think it's important to understand that and decipher so you don't become distracted and all caught up in who likes you and who doesn't like you and bring all this unnecessary drama and problems in your life. Like we are too old for that. We are too old for that. <laughs> right? Too old. And I, I think, um, you know, we can talk about the specific, of a, the specific aspect of friendships, you know, just the, the challenges and stuff in another episode. And even, you know, this whole concept of new friends, right? So many people believe there's no new friends or you can't sit with me. So I think it, that would be a nice topic to touch on later on. Yeah, definitely. We're going to have to talk about that more in depth later on. Um, but I, I guess another point is that um, it, in the Bible, we see where 
um, Jesus chose 12 people, right? His mm-hmm. disciples. He chose 12 people, but he had three in particular um, that were, I'm going to call them his hitters. Okay. <laughs> or just just, just his, his, um, his close um, group, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw when he went up to the mount that he asked the, the nine of them to stay at the bottom, and then he took... Was it James, Peter, and John? Right. And he took those three up to him to pray with him. And, you know, even in, in, in that scenario, we can see where he, he categorized people. It's just like, no, you nine, stay at, stay at the foot. Right. Um, and then these three are the ones that, these are my hitters. And I think understanding who you're, who you're let me stop saying the word hitters, but, <laughs> <laughs> but your, your, your close, close friend group or the people that you can, in, in, I call them the people you can call them in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. right? You can, I can, I can call you in the middle of the night and say, "Girl, I'm having a panic attack," or "Girl, I need help," or whatever the case is. But the people who are the closest to you, and 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 Jesus understood that, and that's just a good example for us. It's just that we don't need twelve close friends. If you do, great. But he he definitely um, categorized um, the people that were closest to him. So. Yeah. No, that's good. I, and I think that's so true, right? We always look at the quantity of things and not, and we don't assess the quality. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important in terms of our relationships and our friendships to, you know, look at the quality. What, what are you, what is this friend bringing to the table? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, even saying that, Mel, what are some key qualities that make a friendship strong and enduring? What do you think? Right. Some key qualities. So for me, I, I realized that even through a recent situation that I need to be able to trust my friend with my heart. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's actually kind of a vague way of putting it, but it's, it's just the best way that I can kind of <laughs> um, talk about it, right? So there, there are very few people that I've been able to be vulnerable or, or naked with. And it sucks when I get to this point and then either through a preconceived notion of mine or the person reacting in a way that makes me unsure, I start to feel unsafe. And, and that can be, actually be quite daunting to, for me because I know when, when I call you friend, I'm, I'm there, you know, I'm, 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 I'm about that. And um, it, it just, it's important to me to feel like I can talk to you about things I won't feel judged. I can talk to you about things I won't feel um, like I'm, I'm feel stupid if I can be honest, and and right. you'll you'll get me, you'll understand me. If there's correction that's needed, you have no problem doing that. I've always welcomed anybody that um that is that I called friend. Be like, listen, if I start acting crazy, please, right, call me out. Let me know. <laughs> call me <laughs> out, right? Because so sometimes you need that. Sometimes you I mean it's, it's your some. There are some things that are your blind spot, and 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 I welcome that from people who I know love and um, want the best for me, mm-hmm. right? So just being able to trust you with my heart. Um, I also value communication and empathy. And I think those are really, those are cornerstones of, of a strong friendship is that we have to be able to talk and when things are not right or when things feel weird, that we can talk it through and you can tell me how you feel. I can tell you how I feel and we can, it, it can make sense. Mm-hmm you know, and we can make sense of it together as friends and just empathizing because we, we all come with stuff, right? Because that's the thing. When we, as we go through life 
and meet people. This person has one set of things and you have one set of things and then we're coming together to try to make it, you know, make a friendship that is cohesive. And sometimes Mm -hmm. there are things that are like my baggage that is, you know, interacts negatively with your baggage and then it just turns into this whole thing. And and we have to just empathize and be able to say, you know what, we're all coming forward, coming from different backgrounds, different viewpoints, different ways of growing up, different traumas that we may have experienced as children. Mm-hmm. And we have to be in a position where we can empathize and almost give grace to each other as we navigate friendships. Right. That's yeah. good. So then that leads me to trust. Um, what do you think? Um, I know trust is important to you, Ro. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think that apart from trust, what are some things that are important in a friendship? Yeah, let me touch on that trust point. Uh, trust is definitely a big one for me. You know, I, I I feel like if I'm talking to you about something, it's not cool if you're out there then chatting my business and running your mouth, right? I think in any relationship that we go go in, whether it's um, with a, um, a, a, an opposite sex or whatever the case may be, Trust is always going to be at the forefront. You know, I need to know that I can trust you. And it's like what you said, trust you with my heart. Know that, you know, I'm if I come to you with something that you're going to give me uh, feedback, you're not going to judge me, um, and you're going to just be there for me, right? And it goes into the communication um, aspect as well. Communication is key. And I think about communication, and I say this as honest communication. You know, you're not going to just tell me everything that I want to hear, um, you're going to tell me the things I need to hear, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's going to have me looking at you sideways for five seconds. But, you know, it's because you love me enough to tell me these things and you want to see me grow as a person, grow in my faith, um, you know, in all aspects of my life because you are really rooting, genuinely rooting for me. So I think that's very important. Um, you know, and as believers, it says in the word in Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, iron sharpens iron. So one person sharpens another. We need to be sharpening each other. Um, this walk is not easy. So if, you know, Mel, if I catch you slipping, I need to be able to sharpen you. If you catch me slipping, you need to be able to sharpen me and receive that and receive it in love. Um, so that's important. And I'd also say, you know, being reliable. Um, you know, I think about the seasons I've gone through in my life and some have been busier than others. And I get it. We're not going to see each other 24-7. We may not even see each other like within three months, but you know that you're going to be there when I need you. That if I, you know, those middle, like you mentioned, the middle of the night friends, that if I pick up the phone, you hear that tremor in my voice, you're going to be like, okay, I'm there. You know, I'm down. Like, what do you, what is going on? And, um, and, you know, ask those questions. So I think it's just definitely being a reliable person. Uh, I think about some of my long-standing friendships, and it's because they're reliable friends. You know, um, they they are there when I need them. Like I said, we don't see each other all the time, but they are there when we need. We're there for each other when we need each other the most, and that's important. We show up for the important things, um, and I think that has helped with the longevity of our friendship. Right. Um, but yeah, so, you know, as we talk about these things, you know, I think about the people that have a hard time maintaining friendships. Why do you think people have such a hard time? I think we're, you know, as as we get older, we're in our 30s and um, you, you know, you're a wife, you're a mommy, um, and we just don't, you know, so sometimes you just literally just don't have the time. Um, but I, I do believe that friendships are important and I think it's all about making the effort 
um, and then being intentional, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I know, like, I'm at a, a stage in my life where most of my friends are, you know, either married and or moms, and, and they just don't have as much time to, you know, talk all the time to me or, um, you know, do stuff because, of course, they're busy with life. And I, I, I have a friend and we used to talk every day. Like, it's crazy how much we <laughs> used to talk. And now she's a wife and she has twin boys and, you know, doing amazing. And it's just, you know, but she will reach out for the birthday. She will reach out, you know, if I post something, she'll, you know, like it or comment. And I know that she's kind of watching indirectly things that are going on and and texting and calling when she needs to. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I appreciate that, right? Um, and I just think a part of that intentionality is also showing up for your friends when they need you, right? And most importantly, being a good listener. Like I, sometimes I just want you to just listen yeah. <laughs> and hear me and hear my heart um, as I'm going through things that I'm going through. Um, sometimes... We, we just need people who will just be there for us, pray for us. Um, I know I'm in a bit in a season now where I'm I, I have little sisters now or little sisters in Christ. And I, I love that because they ask me questions and, you know, I've been through some things and I'm, I'm the way that I'm trying to maintain these friendships is, is just to be intentional and to um, and to just be there. How about that? Just be there. Hmm. Um, all right. So we're, we're, we're kind of wrapping up now. So do you have any final thoughts about friendships? Yeah, I just, you know, want to touch on that point about, you know, why some people have a hard time maintaining those friendships. And I think it, you know, what you said is true about making an effort. Sometimes we just don't make enough or put in enough effort to maintain these relationships. So it's easy to fall off, Right. Um, I know I've been guilty of not always reaching out as often as I should. And it's something I'm always trying to work at. And my husband always says this. He's like, you know, I always tell him, hey, so-and-so came to mind today. And he's like, well, okay, take that as an opportunity to send a text or to call, but also pray for them because God has put them on your heart for a reason. So, you know, even if I don't call you all the time, I'm probably praying for you. You know, most likely I am praying for you because you people come to my my heart and my mind all the time. And I think too, you know, sometimes friendships dissolve because people are not being the friend that they ultimately want. Right. You know, you want someone that's loyal, fun, honest, reliable, all the things. So you need to bring that same energy into the relationship, you know, into the friendship. You know, oftentimes we desire so much, but we're not giving back anything in return. And that could be very draining for the other person that is always pouring out. You know, we've heard this saying with relationships, it's a two-way street. Yeah. And that's the same thing with our friendships. You know, you want all these things, then be all those things, right? And you'll see how how easy it is to maintain those relationships when you are that person. Because now people want to be around you. People, you know, that's the person I'm going to call because they're loyal, they're fun, they're, you know, all the things that I need them to be as a friend. So I think that's very important. Yeah, very, very important. Yeah, be be the friend that you want to be. Because I, I know sometimes I've I've I've, I've had friends and it's like why, why I'm giving a lot here, right? And I I don't know if you're giving that same. Like, are you invested in this or right. is do it just me? Do you want to be my friend? You know, like, do you even want to be my friend? Do you 
want to be my friend. Yes. Um, so we have we're coming to the end of another episode. We've come mm-hmm. to the ep- the end of another episode, and it's clear from our conversation that friendships are a treasure chest of love, support, and personal growth, um, or or should be, I should say. And even the ones that don't last, we can always learn something from these interactions. I think nothing is wasted, right? Right. And for those that are listening, you know, we're curious. If you have any friendship stories or any any comments regarding this topic, we would love to hear from you. So please reach out. You can do this by sending us an email at sisyoucandothis at gmail.com. You can comment or slide in the DMs on Instagram, which is at sisyoucandothis. But don't forget to rate and share this podcast to me leave a review so until next time thank you for tuning in thanks y'all and remember sis you can do this